I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans, insomniacs alike? We are here with another MMA submission, as always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. Back for another live show. Very happy to be here. We are now in a post-UFC 235 era. Yes. You know, there were a lot of takeaways from that. Anthony Smith wasn't ready. Wasn't ready at all. <laughs> wasn't ready. But you know what? He handled that really well, I thought, too. I went I, the distance. And he did go the distance. He did go the distance. And not only that, he showed me a lot of maturity in how he handled the loss. And technical ability that... He, I didn't think he would be able to do. He caught him with a few hands that I didn't think he was going to throw. Yeah. Really? I barely saw him throw any punches. No, a couple right. I saw him manage. To he not landed get a couple finished. of shots, and then after that, it was just John Jones. Show. A couple the of jabs, time. really. Uh, he landed a few good leg kicks. I will say that. I would have liked to have seen more of those. But he said, like he fell into what John Jones makes you do. It makes you fight his fight. Are, are, he did. Are we seeing a more mature, deliberate John Jones? I mean, that's. I what, think we are. I mean, uh, like. You always talk. I haven't seen enough GSP fights. I'll be the first one to admit that. And how you said he was known as being the rush. And then he stepped back and changed his whole fighting style. I kind of feel like we're starting to see that with John a little bit. I mean, I'm so tentative because I feel like John is like that deadbeat dad. I can't. Who's like him yet. he comes uh, he comes back guys. for like two weeks and he's like, I'm gonna take you to Disneyland. You yeah. have your bag packed. You you're sitting out there on the curb and he doesn't show. And he doesn't show. I got it. No, no, I got and it. And I feel like he, you know me. How many times did I go to bat for him early? You on? guys did, and I was the one I was and beating him. Over I the was head. made a fool over and over again, and I want to believe, and I do. Believe, he is the best fighter in the planet. Yes, he is the best fighter. Of all. And that's, still there's no argument about that. And he, and he did test clean again. It was posted oh. yesterday. Did he? Yes, it did. I Chris, thought I thought he tested, and he had more picograms, and they were like, no, no, no. Cool, in February, two out of the five tests he took had the same pulsing level of picograms. Right, but they're saying post-fight compared to... No picograms. To, no, not there were no picograms. Nothing positive beyond the levels he had before. Oh, okay. So, which we're goes, living in the picogram era. I was going to say, assume there are picograms and then go from there. Yes. <laughs> but my thing is, he's not popping hot. There's like, no readministration. Nothing yeah, else. Okay. Exactly. And, and you know what? I, I, I mean... What else can we do? Nothing. Even if you don't agree with the d d Nevada State Athletic Commission's exactly. decision, what do you do? Nothing. You, you got to get accept it for what it is at this point. And not only that, there's got to be a. I, I've always said there's. I, I don't. There's like to be recourse sentences. for that. I don't like death sentences, and it's yeah. good to see. That's what's true? Yeah. What's his recourse if he's exactly. not taking it anymore? If he hasn't had a system in over uh, two years. Yeah. But it keeps pulsing. What does he cut? Cut the muscle. Uh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. You got to give him a shot. He's There's too, not a giant spaghetti strainer for your blood that sucks out all the no, picos. He's yeah. too good of a fighter to ignore. I, I have to say the that. best at this point. And to comment on what you were saying, I don't think that he completely changed his style, but I think Cameron's right. We are seeing, uh, you're both right, actually. We're both seeing a measured John Jones. He's, right. he's not rushing into anything, no. not being hasty. The way, he, the thing that amazes me the most about John Jones, especially the John Jones of late, he is, he's doing such a good job of managing distance. It's unreal. Yes. That's the thing. Not only is he uh, a master of movement, but he's just not simply not there. When someone tries to hit him, it's just not even close. Not there at all. Yeah. It's not even – and if you watch the Gustin fight, Gustin came forward way more than Anthony Smith. Much yeah. to his detriment, yes. right? Yeah. Because Anthony Smith walked backwards and didn't get finished. 
and went five and just got completely no, outclassed. Yeah. Whereas Gustin actually tried to pursue it and ended up getting finished because of it. Yeah. And Gustin was coming forward and you would just see John laterally step. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. gone. Oh, he's measured. He hits you with the right. He's out. He's gone. Where is he? Yeah. He was punching air, and then guess what? You're running forward. You get taken down. You get submitted. And then Absolutely, got submitted. the best, exactly. literally That's the best combination of just getting into a good position, getting his shots off, and then and it's and his creativeness. Away. It's the and technique. And that's the description of his entire fight with uh, Gustafson. That's exactly what it was. And uh, the weird thing about John Jones is with his frame, he can start exchanges with kicks. Yes. Where normally kicks are too, they're too slow. Guys will see them coming from a million miles away if you just fire a kick out randomly. But John Jones is so long and so quick that he can be offensive with kicks. Yeah. I think which the is main insane thing is to me. his range is just yeah. un. Real and he even fights long, so his ungodly range, his his reach is tied for the longest in UFC history with Stefan Struve, someone who is literally seven feet tall. Ah, wow, I never even knew yeah. that. Wow. So he has an eighty-four inch reach or something like that. That's crazy. And he fights long with this very very wide stance, and he throws these kicks extremely yeah, well. Yeah, spinning back kicks were spinning were back numerous. Kicks, deep time. kicks to the body. He throws this front leg side kick. Yes, that's I'm that's not fantastic. a fan of, but it works. He like didn't a use hell. his hidden jutsu, the eye poke, this fight. Yeah, yeah. he's been stopping he didn't the even eye need poke. It. He was able to sheet that sword for a little bit. Yeah, until he has a tough fight like until, exactly until someone then he starts pull landing that out some punches. And scoop his eyeball, <laughs> just like Cormier did to Stipe, dude. It's effective. Absolutely. <laughs> If you can't see the hook, it always lands. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I read, that, I read that the pupil's actually a hole. Let me put my finger in it. <laughs> Smush it around in yeah. there. It's unbelievable. But you know what? He looks fantastic. And then fantastic. like Mitrione, you look like Guado at the end of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Dude. Oh, oh my gosh. But yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive for John Jones. I think even more co- impressive on that fight card, Kamaru Usman outclassing Tremendously. And obviously, it's not easy for us to sing the praises of Usman and John Jones because we've vocalized in the past. We've been especially critical of John Jones, and we got to give credit where credit's due. And I didn't think Usman was the real deal, but I he could either. not have proved me more I wrong. I couldn't have been more of an idiot leading up to that. If you look back on the footage, I probably look so stupid because I'm like, me. he is not, not even ready. in the same league. No. I think I said everything uh, that Kamaru does, Woodley does better. I but did too. to defend ourselves... I think Kamara Usman looked better than he ever has by far. And, and Tyron, Tyron looked, looked worse. Yeah, but is it he looked worse because Usman was that much better? You have to give credit to the fighter who won because was Woodley just looking not himself because of the fight strategy and the pressure it is a good point. and how much better he was in this fight than previous fights. But if you go back and watch that fight... Uh, Tyron Woodley made mistakes that he normally even doesn't make. he will, doesn't make, yeah. and even some beginners would not make. No, I agree with that. Especially on the ground. Especially yeah. on the ground. Yeah. There were some glaring mistakes where it's like And normally Tyron when, is a very good black belt, and you would not see blue belts doing the things he was doing. And he even said after the fight, I was in a fog, it was difficult for me to think. That's weird. And is he doing too much? Rap album. This TMZ. is the problem. This is the question that's always asked. If you're doing those all obligations and you're winning, it's there's no problem. No, there isn't. Yeah. And he's been doing those for the past three fights. But the minute you lose, exactly, everybody's no. like, you're doing, you're doing too, much. too much. You're doing. You're not concentrating just on fighting because everybody goes, well, Usman's doing nothing but training. If you were to toad Usman and say, listen, I'm gonna, you're going to do a rap album. You're going to be on team TMZ, and he would say, fuck you, I'm in the gym. Yeah, and and that's what leads people to go. And he doesn't even have to be working out during those times. He could be resting. 
Yeah. He could be recuperating while you're in no, the studio working out. You're not relaxing. You're not relaxing your mind. You're not even passively watching footage. No, he could be in a cryo bath fucking thinking yeah. about punching you in the face. I was going to say, and even while Usman's resting, he's thinking about that title. And one of the Twice. weird things that I saw in the fight that uh, kind of stood out to me when I was we were watching it live on the cast, Usman, uh, normally when people come forward against Sound Woodley, they get clipped yeah. and they get dropped. Well, they did not land any of those shots. He's just very tentative. Because if U- Usman did such a good job of that 50-50 coin flip of strikes versus shots, mm-hmm. you genuinely, he does the same movement for when he punches as to when he goes for a takedown. So difficult so to tell what he's going to do So you have to next. make that 50-50 So judgment. he was actually, because I, I didn't get to see that one fight in particular. I still have to watch that one. So he was actually, how Usman was throwing his... His punches would be the same, same way movement. he would lead into a, he would lead in for a takedown. Dip his head the same way. He would basically shoot down, feint the takedown, and then go for it. Right. Or feint it and go up and strike. And because of these con- these consistent feints, especially feinting the takedown, he was getting the better of the exchanges on the feet too. And so he was beating Tyron everywhere. Even because even though Tyron's wrestling is so good, and Tyron's wrestling is so good, he stopped almost every takedown initially. And it would end up in a clinch position, but then you have the more active Usman in the clinch, constantly reaming his body. It was we called him like Rock'em Sock'em Robot. It was ter- it was so where, bad. Yeah, and the ref would kept breaking him up, and I'm like, that's good work right there. They're laying into each other's sides. Those were not like timekeeping punches. There's been a lot of criticism, like a couple of the podcasts saying that the ref actually was breaking him up too much because wherever they were uh, grappling or they were almost taken down, there was a lot of activity. And there was a couple comments about him yeah. actually breaking the fight and moving it back If I'm up. being honest, I've seen the fight twice. Okay. And I think that the truth is somewhere in between the fight being broken up too much and they people who wanted it to just not be broken up at all and let it continue. Okay. There so were it's... some points where they were pressed up against the cage where all Usman right. was like, okay, I'm dominating this position against the cage. Let's take a breather here. When, when a fighter resorts to no longer throwing any punches to the body and he's just doing foot stomps. Or knees. Or knees. And not knees. Soft knees. Exactly. Soft knees. To like the inside And then of the, the ref yeah. tells you twice, you know, I'm going to need move, you guys move, to work. Move. And then he continues with the foot stomps. You got to break him up. Oh, okay. You got to break him up. So I think people But that only happened. A little overzealous. A couple of times. Other than that, though, I really do feel like the ref needs to let it play out. Yeah. Let it play out. Because... That you have to be aware of who's fighting, right? And that is clearly not where Tyron wants to be right. against Usman. And Usman is forcing him to be there. Now, did you guys hear anything about the ref actually going at the announcers? Yes. Yes. He was very, very upset. Very, very vocal. And he said it was uh, like they, they weren't describing the actual factual events that yeah. were going They said on that the their fight. facts were off. And yeah. he was criticizing John Anik and Joe Rogan. Yes. I was shocked about That's that. Interesting. And I think he used a few explicatives yes, in his tweet, and, and he was losing Anik, his cool. Evidently, Anik wasn't having any of it and went right back at him. Yeah, us. Anik went right back at him. And I, I have to give it to Anik. I think he's right. Um, and, I, and let it be known that being a referee is extremely difficult. I think it's I wouldn't want more and more the toughest job. I think it it's the definitely toughest the toughest job in the UFC. It's definitely the toughest job. Because you have to make Next to being a fighter, of course. And John McCarthy had the probably best description of these questionable decisions. And he said, look... When you're a ref, when you're the third guy in the cage, your heart rate is beating just as fast as those two fighters. It's you're both arithmetic. You're both pumped up. You have an adrenaline dump as well as a ref. Yeah. So as that adrenaline dump happens, you're actually able to reason more. You're able to think with your head more. But when you're super jumpy and hopped up, yeah. 
you're so like when it's a wiry jerry fight, especially that's how you get these quick stoppages. I, I, I was just thinking it. And that's imagine, we... imagine it being in that position. It's a championship fight in the welterweight division, and you're seeing the two fighters. One is pressing the other up against the cage. And the, the cage. champion is getting taken. The champion is having it taken to him, and the entire, the entire, the entire auditorium is booing. Now all now, of it. Now can I interject? So what do you do? Do you break it up? What well, do you do? Uh, I think it's that's kind of what happened with with Herb and when we were having the Robbie and Ben thing going on. Now, I did get to see that fight. When he picked his ass up and threw him through the sky roof and came back down <laughs> and was pounding him <laughs> the into WWE the WWE slam showdown. I, I'm oh telling you God. what, Robbie showed some fucking strength. The dude's fucking healthy. That was the best was his the... physique has looked since his he second fight with Johnny fucking Hendricks. fucking healthy. He looked that's... fantastic. But my, my thing is, I'll tell you what. He could have stopped it there on the ground. That would have been a justified stoppage. Because I'm telling you what, his head was bouncing off the canvas. Askren had two punches. We counted three that landed flush and were hitting him really fucking hard. And his head was And then two, two where his head was... It looked like he was unconscious. Two heads where his, like... So, now, now my question to you is... When your head gets knocked back like that, you're not coherent. Okay, what I was thinking was, now, if I'm the, if I'm the ref, I could have stopped it there, oh my god. And now we move over to the feet... I didn't stop it when I should have. Now his heart rate's really going. I'm and sure. Now, now, and now he's like, "Oh, I let it go on. I, What's going I'm on? I'm not going to let it go it's too close far. Close to a stoppage. Now, did I? Did I jump it? Now I hate to go backpedal into that again, but that's kind of how it felt a little bit to me. So again, I, the toughest job. But I was really shocked that that ref was going at the the commentators during that and, other fight. And Usman, I don't think a lot of people talk about this. That was one of the most interesting and fun fight title fights I've seen in a while and people were saying it was a boring fight and I'm like if oh, you think that's no. a boring fight yeah, I hate those comments well then you really can't appreciate all the aspects then, of yeah, fighting I was going to say then you don't understand then you don't like Khabib fighting because that's yeah. exactly uh, yeah. it's that pressure style. crushing style we're and guess what we've seen let's look at who the champions of weight classes are Daniel Cormier was the double champ with a pressure wrestling style yes. Khabib is the champ with a pressure wrestling style. Yes. Kamaru Usman is the champ with a pressing wrestling style. And he also has a guy who's about to fight, Colby Covington, who is a pressing wrestling style. It's a thing. It's it's a very prevalent style. It's a real thing. Yeah. And guess what? It's extremely exciting to watch. Because if you realize the cardio it takes Absolutely. to execute it, Absolutely. it's... You need a, a diesel 18-wheeler engine-sized gas tank. It's ridiculous. And if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest, objectively, I really do think that it's the most effective style of fighting. It is. I mean, especially if you have four titles, four, four champions holding that. And here's my other question now. Um, they turn around and they're saying, I've always thought that to win the title, if you're going to a decision... It better be a knockout or it better be totally one-sided. Now, I didn't see the Osman fight. Was it really that one-sided? It was not close. terribly one-sided. Oh, okay. I don't think – did you have Tyron winning a single round? No. Okay. So Outclassed in every single round. They were talking two 8-10s. Was that legitimate? One was – I know they gave – I know there was at least one 10-8. Because uh, yeah. it was deserved. Well, okay. The, I one saw at one point was just getting teed off on. Oh, okay. That's what I kind of heard. There, there was, was one round where he was almost where finished on up the against feet, the fence. Kamar Usman was just beating the piss out of him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was there was, it was no a coming question. out party for Kamaru. It was not it was close. Well, not and close. if you want to know, uh, can we show this clip of him with uh, Mama Woodley, Tyron Woodley's mother backstage? You want to see the character of Kamaru Usman yeah. and also the character of Tyron Woodley's mother yeah. and the perspective of it all? Like this is this is a pretty beautiful moment. I want to see this. this she kind did of like, something similar with Till. Yeah, and this is what kind of encapsulates. But do you hear what she says? Yeah. That's the part that's funny to me. And I think that if I were Tyron, I wouldn't have a problem with this. No. 
Because it's not like she was rooting for him. It's no. that she acknowledges what took place. Hey, it was your day. Yeah, it was your time. Uh, uh, listen, I don't want to uh, jump it. Here, yeah, let's watch it. Hold up here. This Kamara right after the fight. Limping back. Oh, we can also talk about that. This is, this is Woodley's mom. And he's crying because he's like, he's beat up her boy. And he's the champion now. And it's emotional for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a very emotional did, thing. It's did you funny. hear it? Yeah. He said, it's your time. They're going to try to take it away from you. And Kamar Usman, even like, you could tell he was like, oh man, I beat up your boy. Yeah. And I'm the champion now. And like, there's still that bittersweetness of, because I get that it's your son. And he's yeah. such a good guy that he has the yeah. humility to be like, you know, I feel for you. Right. And that was such a beautiful moment. And she's like, she's happy for him because she's like, you know what? I wanted my boy to win. I always wanted to. And she had such a healthier perspective than Chris Weidman's dad, where we talked about. Where he was like, this is still my boy. As I if know. we expected him to disavow yeah. his son after I he knew, got knocked out. I knew he meant well, but it really seemed like you were going to disown your son after and, he got yeah. knocked wow. out. And whereas Mama Woodley, she was more like, uh, you know, you know, my son, I want him to win, but you did it. Yeah, this it's is your, your day. time. It's your day. But the other thing she said I thought was really interesting. Be ready because he'll be back. Yeah, they're coming. And they're yeah. coming. They're going to try to take it from you. Yeah, be ready. And and also, She's uh, right. we can talk she about this. Right. Kamaru Usman apparently Smart had lady. a broken foot going into that fight. He did. Took a cortisol yeah. shot before going into he the had cage. A fractured foot, and he fought that fight. Took a cortisol shot, and if you see the fight, knowing that he's a broken foot, I'm like, how? How's he kicking? Because he doesn't stop moving. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's pretty remarkable. And I'll admit, going into the fight, I definitely wanted Tyron to win. I'm a huge Tyron fan. But all His in all... His performance was so good. It was a phenomenal night because I went into it a Tyron fan. And when the fight ended, I was a fan of Tyron's. And now I'm a fan of Usman's. Usman earned my respect. You, know, you notice we're not calling him Marty. We're not calling him Marty. He's Kamaru His Usman. name's Kamaru Usman. And big ups to him, dude. First African UFC champion. I yes. think that's significant because we could have two more by the year's end. Yep. Francis Ngannou, yep. who's uh, from Cameroon. Cameroon. He's coming. And then we could have Israel Adesanya, who's also from Nigeria. So, Crazy. And they've said, they've said takeover. I'm telling you, it's coming, dude. They've said it's coming because Ngannou's like, there are three Ngannous in my village. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so badass. And it's actually. like, um, okay, more 6'4 monsters who are going to have knockout power like you? Yeah, it's incredible. Sign me up. I'll that's, see it. Hey, that's a problem. I'll watch it. I'll watch yeah. it for sure. But, I mean, come on, there's one more can you say about that. Let's talk about the scuffle he got into with Colby. Oh, yeah. At the casino post-fight. Post-fight. Apparently. Did we elucidate what happened with Ben Askren and Robbie Lawler? Oh, it was a bad stoppage. Yeah. That's what it is. And it sucks for both guys. <laughs> we did. Try. I just wanted it's to run as bad. Just go through it real quick. It's okay. as bad as, T yeah, because it's been talked about a lot. It's as, as bad as TJ Dillashaw, Henry Sudo. Yep. And it's the same. It's the same. It's the same opinion, I think it's way worse because it's such an important fight for the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas that was just a title fight between Cejudo and Dillashaw, and both those guys' careers aren't really affected by that. Whereas this was a hallmark fight. Yeah, and it's a submission. You know, we actually in the Cejudo fight, we could see TJ was hurt. Wobbled. Okay, he was wobbled. At he was definitely hurt. Granted, he wasn't close to being unconscious, but it's undeniable that his equilibrium, his equilibrium was, was off. Yes, his and equilibrium absolutely. was fucked. The, the punch affected him. Robbie Lawler, however, was in a hold, completely conscious, not hurt from any punches no. at all. You Literally gave footage. a thumbs up. We we watched it like Zapr the Zapruder film slowed down. You you found the website that actually gave us. Yeah, a really, there's a, really there are videos one. of it on YouTube. You can Herbie see shakes his hand. Ben Askren has Robbie it's Lawler crazy. in the bulldog choke. Herb Dean walks up. 
shakes Robbie Lawler's hand after it fell in an awkward fashion. Undeniably, it was very awkward. Looked Everyone terrible. It looked terrible. Right. But Herb Dean shook it. Robbie pulled his hand away from her, pulled it back into his body, gave a thumbs up. Undeniable. He gave a thumbs up. I'm still here. And then he put his controlled, put his hand back to the mat, and then the fight was stopped. Makes no sense. He's and that's not to say that Ben was not about to finish the choke. He very well could, could have. Could have. And Joe yeah. Rogan really wanted to elucidate that because you could finish bulldog chokes when they're not on the neck. Now, getting yeah. your face I, crushed. I, I personally have been choked numerous times on my face. And when you make a wheezing noise, this is for a little beginner's jiu-jitsu as a white belt. It's very bad. <laughs> Um, if you if <laughs> you we, wheezing if bad. you make a sound of labored breathing, they squeeze, squeeze harder. so much harder. Do they really? <laughs> yeah, so you're better off. You're better like, not breathing. You're actually better holding your breath and trying to get out than going wheeze because then they wheeze and they oh I hear amplify something. it three I times. I would cinch yeah. it up because I feel like the, it's like you're putting chum in the water. Exactly. I feel like the finish is close. Yeah, no, it does, and it, it spikes your adrenaline. But here's the thing I want to ask. Okay. After this, I saw it right away. I, I, I wanted a rematch. I said right away I want a rematch. Of course, Ben is – I want – No oh, part of I, that. I have no part. Understandably. I, I won. I don't need to fight him again. And then – Did you though? That's my that, thing. That's my thing too. And here's the other thing too. How fucking thirsty are you, dude? He's out there squeezing two watermelons. Let me show you my choke strength. I get it. He's got to do that for the followers. Oh, my God. That's the memes. You know what, though? He's not weaning me over with that shit. He's just not. He's not weaning it's, me over either. He's not. Yeah, he's, Is that what I said? Yeah. Did I say weaning over? He's not winning me over. He's not winning me over either. No, he's not. And after a fight like that, you should have. I, I say it sucks for both guys because you can't tell Ben Askren to not be happy about getting the win. But you also can't. Like that's less of a win than when Robbie's so humble yeah. in it. He wasn't like TJ Dozo always like that's my that's point. Bullshit. That's bullshit. That's my point. So then I was like, okay, TJ can be mad. Henry can be happy. We're cool. But exactly. when Ben Askren is talking shit about shit. that, thank you. And Robbie's like, you know, that's it was a point. shitty decision. Whatever, man. It happens. We're gonna move on. When you talk trash about a decision like that, I get upset. I was going to say, like, now the anger, instead of Robbie feeling that anger, the fans do. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm mad that I'm it's like, such a bullshit for him. Robbie, for him. Robbie yeah. almost knocked you out. Yes. So, dude. It, it would have been a better <laughs> stoppage had Robbie got the knockouts, knockout uh, stoppage. If Herb jumped all over, I wouldn't have said a word. This is literally what I would have done. A little quick, but I totally get it. Yeah. Next fight. Next fight. if you watch the Rumble Johnson Gustafson stoppage, it looks just thing. like it. Boom. Other than the headbutt. The head rocks. Boom, the head rocks. Done. 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 Really? Yeah. It's the same. When I see your neck go limp, it's over. But guess what? We gave Askren. And guess what? When his head hit the second time, he woke up. Yes. yes. And started defending. It so like, unfortunate well. when that happens. You literally, you're punching someone in the face and one of your punches brings them back to life. Yes. And it happens more often than not. Yeah. A lot of fighters are like, well, I was completely out. And then I woke up getting punched in the face in the on the ground. He's yeah, in my guard. Because to be honest with you, I was actually rooting for Ben to come back, do his two fights, possibly do I something. Like ben. And, and, and I wanted him to win. Me too. Possibly do something. But it's the and, way and, he and won. Get, and get another contract. I was really pulling <clears> for him. But to be honest with you, Robbie took the high road. Ben's taking the shit. The kind shit of the stream. low road. Shit stream. He's just and, not. And this here's, is just going to get And Robbie here's fans. also the problem. Yes. Here's also the problem, right? TJ Dillshaw was immediately, like, Cejudo and Dillshaw were both immediately willing to run it back. Yeah. Immediately willing. Whereas Askren is like, I'm running from you now. It yeah. seems and like it. Exactly I never want to fight like. you again. He said he never wanted to fight him again. And it's like, well, why is that, why? Benny boy? Why? Because you ba basically lost. Why is that, Benny boy? Is it because like he was doing well and he was actually standing up from one of your takedowns when you got that attempted bulldog choke? Yeah. yeah. 
Is that it's and it's like I love stuff. Ben Askren. I just want to state that, but, but those questions need to be asked. Like, why are you so hesitant to fight him? Hey, again? man, you know what? We'll extend your deal for three fights. We won't count this one. You guys just fight again. Exactly. So, what do you what do you guys think about these questionable stoppages? Should a referee's decision be final, or do you think there should be some sort of committee where they look back at it? And like, can. That was I know, but the, but NSEC went on and said they had no problem with the stop. Exactly, but the thing is with these commissions, just like you said, do you know what has to be done in a fight in order for them to repeal a decision? It's disgusting. See, it's dis- it has to be Katsingano so got part of her retina kicked off, and know, they were yeah. like, it no, stands. Like, but c- can I say something? And I know it sounds stupid. Is there, is there something wrong with squaring back off? You to this side. You to this side. Get it on. Is there something wrong with Cameron said that. I've said that. I would rather I've said in championship fights, and this is controversial, and you can take it to me, and I'll I admit it's a brutal standpoint to have. It is in championship fights. I would rather have a guy take extra brain trauma. Yes. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) And that's a big thing. I think you gotta let these guys. Yeah, but if you ask the fighters, they'd be willing to take it. He's a warrior. Who's at the peak of combat? And when you talk about this Ben Askren Avi Long fight, although it's not a title fight, it it's is huge. a marquee fight of the on sport. The freaking More people were talking about that than the welterweight championship yeah. battle. So my thing is, in that fight, you got to give both guys a chance for victory. If you give Ben the ability to take a TBI almost inducing amount of head trauma, and then you you got to let Robbie go all the way out. I agree. You can't agree let with him that. flutter. Let's say that. he fluttered out. You got to let him go all the way out, yeah. man. You gotta let him. You Paramed- gotta let him, Lyoto Machida. Yep. You have to let him go completely. Paramedics live. are at ringside. You ha- just I'm like. Sorry, I agree. In, and if you'd ask Robbie, and there he are said cases the where thing. it goes too far. I'm not saying that you have to let a guy get completely brain damaged no. like Weidman Rockhold, oh, where know, he was exactly. obviously finished in the third, and they made him go out and finish him in the fourth. Actually, tough to watch, like a movie. That was puzzling. <laughs> that was like Gladiator no. after he was already stabbed and he had to go back out there. It's like, well, clearly well, the fight's already over. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a few extra punches. Make no, it no, convincing. No, 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 no. I want to see like a Mergliata. Mergliata lets them go when it's a title no, fight. I think Matt's and he lets a... the fights finish with five or six I'm, more punches I'm not than necessary sometimes. That. Okay, what I'm Herb saying Herb stops is... the fight, right? Go ahead. Herb you know stops the say. fight, okay? And then immediately Robbie stands up like, that's bullshit. And Herb's like, fuck. Like he said. And he goes over to the screen. He goes over to the screen, watches it. I fucked up. You get in your corner, you get in your corner, we get fight again. On. Keep going. That's real rough. That's ask, so but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Rough. Here's the thing. You ask both fighters, are, are we willing to continue? No, they wouldn't be because the <sighs> adrenaline dump. It would be bad. You don't understand. Really, you think so? A big thing I mean, is adrenaline dump. dump is a huge and factor. Look at Tim Kennedy, You've seen fights. Tim Kennedy, Yoel Romero. Rich Franklin. Um, uh, TJ Dellashaw. Rich Franklin had this would crazy they, comeback they going? Gray Maynard, Frankie Edgar. There's so many fights where the guys think they have it stopped, empty the tank, and then celebrate only to find out, no, sir, you have another round. And guess what? Your body just goes, because they thought we were done. We're in party mode. We're in go see your wife mode. We're in go hug your kids mode. I just think there's so much on the line where you have to say to yourself, I would rather them stop it. And have a rematch a, a month later. A, a rematch a month have, later. I don't know. If there's no rematch, Askren's doing a disservice to the fans. He's doing a disservice to himself yeah, and himself. His legacy, because yeah. to be honest with you, I view I view that as a loss for him. I don't really view it. And as And I as respected a win. Hudo so, Hudo so much when he was like, "Well, obviously we're going to do a rematch." Yeah, yeah, right yeah you have to. 
right off the and bat. He's like, but I want to do it for the 135 pound belt now. Who yeah. wants to be champ champ? Everybody does. It's so in right now. Yes, it is. It's the thing. But you know what? I think he won that fight. Bad stoppage or not, it should be his choice to go up or, or TJ to compete. He did stuff. win. So ultimately, I would it's say. It's his choice. So I don't have a problem with that. Next, you guys want to talk about Connor and Cowboy? Sure. Kind of yeah. how that's been progressing Absolutely. in the news. That's been going through. Well, the thing with Connor and Cowboy is it was it was teased. Cowboy beats Alexander Hernandez. Yes. Alex the Great. <laughs> yeah. After he talks eh. insane amounts of shit, Cowboy uh, kicks the shit out of him. Basically, yeah. So happy to see Absolutely that. Absolutely beats him up. And uh, Connor says, you know, for a fight like that, Cowboy, I'll give you the fight. Congratulations. Red panty night. And all these memes started getting passed around. Budweiser and Proper 12 passed around. It looks like it was going to happen. Well, now we have word from on high from Dana God White King Dana White. Yeah. I picture Dana White with the UFC is like Xerxes. Xerxes. Yeah. Yeah. Where like I just picture him on a throne and like under it's all I the fighters it. fucking. And then he goes to his lube hut with all the WME executives where they're just, just fucking nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> so Xerxes descends from on the mountain. And he tells us that that fight is actually not in the works. Not even that close. That Connor is gnawing for a fight right now. He's getting stuff with NSAC sorted out. He's looking for other opponents. So and Cowboy wants to fight now. Cowboy's yeah. like, I want to fight soon. Yeah. And he wants to fight by July. And he wants a title matchup because he knows that he's an aging fighter in the sport and he wants a title run. Dude, if, how about? I'm sorry, you keep going. So he said, okay, we're looking for other. He said now that fight's completely. Like, completely not even in the works. They don't even have a contract drawn up for that fight. Mm -hmm. Now he's talking to other fighters, sending them contracts for Cowboy Cerrone. Did, did you hear why, though, that was scrubbed? Why? No, 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 no. Well, it was just released uh, the other day in a Twitter thing that Dana White said that Conor McGregor would not sign on a dotted line. Cowboy signed it and sent it in. He agreed to I do bet. it no matter what. I bet. Such a savage. Yeah. But here's the I'd, thing. I'd send lips, a lipstick kiss on it. But here's the thing. You fucking kidding me? It, 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 wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a main event. He wouldn't have been. Oh, yeah. Was event. it going to oh be like co Oh, my God. I completely forgot. That's why. That's why. It was going to be co-main and Connor's so, like, So, why up. would it be a co-main event? Well, so, so It's the biggest fight. I don't know It's the why. biggest fight. So, Connor said, listen, I don't do co. I don't do undercards. Fuck you. I'm not signing anything. He's We're the Connor main McGregor. Exactly. So Dana was like, listen, you, you're not going to be the main event. And he goes, well, then I'm not fucking yeah, fighting. Yeah, I wouldn't fight either. He I goes, I got nothing to gain from this. He's making millions with his whiskey business. Well, yeah. You think he needs he's no. to fight? He wants to fight. He lost his last fight and he's still the biggest fighter. He yeah. wants to fight. And you're 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 turning away a guy who wants to fight. And he doesn't have to. He's doing it for the love of the sport. The crazy part is they're saying that he's making almost money, almost as much money with his proper twelve as he did with his other fights. Whiskey snobs say it's not good, but it's selling like hotcakes. Selling the fuck out of the. I bottles. think the bottle's cool. I want one just. I want one just as well. And guess what? I've had good whiskey and it's still bad. How about that? <laughs> How about <laughs> that? No, no, that's true. I've good. had friends break out single barrel we'll select. We'll have to get something to put next to the skull here. Fucking yeah. hundred dollar, and Sorry, I'm like, yeah. let me try this. It sucks. And I'm like, oh, cool. Just drank cough syrup. It hurts. Thanks, bro. Because <laughs> nah, yeah, instead of burning your throat, it tastes like medicine. So that fight's totally done yeah that's just so sad. And, and that's why and guess who loses be. at the end of the day cowboy the fans cowboy. Oh, yeah. cowboy i think cowboy is hurt by this the most because cowboy deserves it he, does. he deserves it he deserves a fight like this think about this though if cowboy goes on to win a title right after all he's think done think of that motherfucking legacy guys okay. one of the best fighters ever i don't even know how to like 
the best. So legendary. He'll take any fight with anybody. So legendary. Anytime. I think he's my personal favorite fighter of all time because name another guy who faced all comers. He said, hey, I'm going to jet ski. To his I'm going to jet ski. Yes, to his own I'm going to jet ski. I'm going to knock this motherfucker out. Then I'm going to fight you in two weeks later, bitch. Hope you're on weight. I'll see you at the fucking and, casino. And has he ever missed weight? No. No. I don't think so. No. And, and the crazy thing is. Fighting since the say WEC. he never wins. Say, say he never wins a title, which is a legitimate possibility. It is a possibility. He is still one or number one or number two best fighters of all time to never hold a title. Yeah. Because we talk about George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre says this: to be the best of all time, he says is goofy. It's a goofy goal because uh, with fighting, what you're doing is being the best on that day at that time against that man. And if we're gonna take George's definition of what it takes to be the best, right at that time against that man. Who's had more at that time against that man's than Cowboy Cerrone? That's true. So there could be an argument with George St. Pierre's logic that Cowboy Cerrone is the best fighter of all time. Yeah. Because on that day against that man, he's had that 45 times. And he has won 38 of those or something crazy like that. That's That's lunacy. That is lunacy. At multiple Let's pull up his record. It's been... It's been a hell of a career. And if we take that, and I really think that's important. You can look that up on GSP's retirement speech. Look it up, how he talks about what is a champion and the goals of a champion. If you take that logic, it could be definitely melded to to make an argument. 35 and 11. 35 and 11. Wow. 35 wins. So on that day against that man, he's won 35 times. That is insane. That is He's only lost at, 11. At, at multiple weight classes. And he's fought back And he back. fights to entertain. Yes, most wins in UFC history. Most finishes in UFC history. Most post-fight bonus awards in UFC history. Second most bouts in the UFC history. Wow. And then imagine on top of all those accolades, he's the champion eventually. If he was the champ, I think there could be an argument that he is, if not one of, the pa- best. Or pound for pound. Because you're going to talk... Do the pound for pound. Well, not pound for pound. I, I mean, if we're going to talk about, like, pound for pound... John. John and DJ. You, you. DJ left a huge legacy, and then now it's marred by a Cejudo loss because wow. he didn't go out on top. And no, Cormier says this, even if you leave the best legacy ever, if you go out on the bottom, no one... It sucks. It does people, suck. Ma- people think it mars your legacy, but I think that's absolute bullshit. I think it's bullshit. It doesn't mar your legacy, but it does suck. But is, is, do you think that's why... Like watching... Uh, it's a bummer. Do you, yeah. do you think it's that's why DC is trying to pick his last fight, dude? Yes, because like Beyonce says, his You're heavyweight exactly right. his heavyweight uh, career has turned from a sweet dream to a beautiful nightmare. Because now he has to. That was good, by the way. You like that, by the way? Because now he has to fight. <laughs> I know it's so bad, but it's a nightmare because now he has to choose from. Oh, Steve Miocic, murderer, took it to you until you knocked him out via eye poke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wow. DC. I'm a little salty about little that. Salty, I'm a Stipe yeah. guy. So you have to choose between Stipe, who's training. You you know he's in the Cleveland oh, snow, yeah. wearing boots, fucking pulling logs. It's, it's a Rocky Making four. love to his Italian yeah. wife and then fighting it's fires. A, it's a Rocky Four fucking. He streams on Twitch, and he literally just goes to the gym and then plays video games. Just an absolute monster. Love Stipe. And then you have, okay, so that's a monster. Yeah. Then you have John Jones, the guy who starched you in your last fight. Yes. Your only two losses... And in the first fight, he took it to you. It was a close fight back and forth. Yes. But in the in the championship rounds, when it, the chips were down, took it to you. Then the second fight, he finished you in one of the most violent finishes ever I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. The way he ratcheted Concussed. those last punches, Concussed. those were punches of malice. Yeah. And this is why I tell you about John Jones. When you close the door to that cage, he's a shark. Yeah, I mean, all this talk about early finishes, that was a late one. 
that's a late man. Late. I, but rightfully so. Give him a chance Championship to get out of fight. it. Maybe what? one of those punches will breathe him back to life. And Dude, yeah. those were... I don't think the, sh- the way his shoulder, be- I said it was like a anybody. robot from Real Steel. Yeah. Because you watch the robots from Real Steel and it's like, only he was doing it in seconds. And then he has to choose between that or Brock Lesnar, the 300 pound vanilla gorilla walking around in the jungles. By far, the obvious fight there is Brock. But no, no, no. And then there's also the fourth fight that people have been throwing out, which I think is a worse fight than Brock, Ninganu. Yeah. Which is, I think that's a dangerous Super dangerous. Fight. Yeah. Because he hits you with one of those uppercuts, your, might, your knee might decide it's tired well, like Kane's did. Rumble Johnson knocked him sideways. I think if Nganu hits him with a, an overhand like that, it's good It night. might be all she wrote, well, here's, here's the scary part. All right. With love from Paris, baby. There was just Get a tweet out, from, in Paris. tweet out from, from Dana White, and he said he has, he doesn't feel that, that, DC is ready to retire. He says he still has at least three more fights in him. That's the way Dana sees it. Dana says, and this is Javier Mendez, right? He, yeah, because Javier Mendez has said over and over it again. Stipe, you need to go fight somebody else because uh-huh. uh, you're not going to get a fight with DC anytime soon. Yeah, and he meant by, what he meant by that is. DC has nothing to gain and only lose by fighting Stipe. Hundred percent. It could he, only hurt his legs. Exactly. He loses to Stipe. He's done. If he beats Stipe. You were supposed to beat him here. He beat him. Yeah, if he has a really tough decision versus Stipe, it's like, well, you knocked him out last so, time. Yeah. So, fluke? Question mark. Dana White has said already from the beginning, he said, listen, first of all, did you guys know that DC's hurt? Yeah, he's yeah, been hurt. Yeah. He's That's hurt. why he prolonged his retirement. Prolonged his retirement. It passed, I think it just passed. He's early March was his birthday. Or, it, or March is his birthday. I, and that was supposed to be his supposed 40, retirement right. date. Yeah. Right. And he said now he's extended it to the end of the year. Oh my God, the birthday! That's Dana White, dude. That's Dana White. He's like, guys, I heard you guys talking about DC. Stop. But but we're gonna have a press release coming. Here's up the soon. other crazy part. Now Dana White says he's got three fights in him. Yeah. The three fights he sees. <laughs> and him, to that comment, I say, Daniel, don't don't do that. Well, he says because if got, one of those fights will be John Jones, don't do well, it. Well, that's exactly what he sees. That's he a sees bad idea. he sees him fighting Brock Lesnar. That's and, good. Nganu. I think he fucks nope. up Brock. Don't Brock, fight Nganu. Well, I'm just telling you, Brock, this, is the way, this is what Dana White sees. D- Dana White says he's got three fights. I love DC. And, and he's going he's gonna to ask him. He's going to put it to him. And he's going to offer him the coin. And he says the three fights he's going to say is, first, I want to see you fight uh, Nganu or, or Brock Lesnar. Yes. And if, and if you win, the next one will be whoever couldn't fight the first time between Brock and Nganu. Dangerous. Okay. So those oh, are going to be so two dangerous. fights. And then he said. Mama Mia, dude. Just hearing about someone else having to fight Ninganu, I have heart palpitations. And then his, Wrestle his, fuck his... Brock. Make, make seven million or whatever it would Cause be. Because can, can then, Daniel take the punches that Stipe took? Sorry. And then coach high school wrestling. And, and his final third fight is the swan song with John. Can, can, can Daniel take the punches that Stipe took in the Ninganu fight? Because he was almost knocked out four different times. I know. People always talk about that fight being a skull fucking. Yeah, sure. But the two minutes they were striking, he was almost knocked out four times. It was dicey there a bit on the feet. Yeah, but you can honestly say he can take a punch. Don't tell me he can't take a punch. Oh, for sure. Oh, he can. He, can. he took Rumble Johnson's hardest haymaker. Uh, I mean, and Rumble Johnson made Ryan Bader the double champ in Bellator. But here's the thing. Dizzy. If, if Stipe is smart enough to wrestle him and beat him and grind it out. Do you think, you know, the one arguably one of the best wrestlers in UFC history is not going to be able to do the same thing? It comes down to 
it comes down to if he because the thing is I think if DC sees the punch coming absolutely the thing about Nagano is he throws yeah. awkward angles on uppercuts and it clips everyone and when you see I can't even we when you look at street fights it's not the punch that you see that knocks you out absolutely it's the one behind it that you don't see that boinks you on the chin and Nagano throws these weird shovel They're uppercut like here hooks to here yeah it's like a Mortal Kombat character you ever see Mortal Kombat they're kneeling and they just go it's just not like yeah it's not quite an uppercut but is that the one that got blades I thought hook. blades was an overhand right Yes, it, that was, it was an overhand right. Yeah, it was an overhand right to the, the ear. Yeah, on the on the ear. So and then we had a plethora of knockouts and then subsequent hammer fists. And but, I feel bad now for being in Nagano's detractor when we just see how devastating it can be. And when everyone was trying to detract from that cane knockout, well, that was a knockout. You got to keep in mind that we were detracting from. A Ninganu whose confidence was all rocked. It was yeah, and that Derek Lewis fight, you could tell it was confidence, not athletic ability. Yeah, and I'm happy he has that back. But yes, we have to mention that that Kane knockout was indeed a knockout. It was a knockout. That uppercut landed, and, and you know hard what? As fuck. Uh, I think somebody needs to retire. I think that 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 uppercut switched the lights off for a bit, yep. and made his weight fall down on his knee at an awkward angle, and then yep. his knee was like. Because he's had multiple surgeries. Yeah, and they and haven't then, said that it's blown, but they haven't said it's not. Yeah, and you know what? You know what that tells me? That his knee may be hurting, but they would come out with something if his knee were really that fucked up. I think so. So that right. leads me to believe it was a, a nickety knockout. knockout. Yeah, he knocks And if you knockout. watch the footage, knockout. Because the posture changes as soon as that uppercut lands. The uppercut lands, and then he drops down. Well, you, we we body, saw that, and yeah. it lands hard as fuck because his head goes... <laughs> Spe- speaking Rocks of back. hardest fuck knockouts, uh, what do you guys think about Cody? Oh my god, Cody Gil- Gilbrand, Garbrandt, Garbrandt, so, so close. Again. Anyway, so close. Cody, yes, came okay. out against Pedro Munoz. Was the Mun- Munoz? Munoz. I can't do it either. Munoz. I'm not. I don't have that. Munoz. Like, I have so many Hispanic friends who have that flair where they're like Munoz. Oh, that was good. See, Munoz, see what I'm do doing? That. A <laughs> racist, racist impression of my Hispanic friends. I get it. Yeah. So Your Pedro Munoz, yeah, uh, he came out there and he and Pedro said the game plan was after the fight, after the fact, said take wanted, one to give one. We wanted to make him brawl because we saw when you make Cody brawl, that's when he's at his worst. Yep, yep. When Cody is calm, he's the most dangerous fighter in the bantamweight division. Dom when you make him mad. Out. He tenses up and he gets knocked Throws out. Throws these wild hooks and with all these exactly openings. A so headbutt later. That's exactly Pedro. They accidentally collided heads. Cody was seeing red. Made him pissed, apparently. He got and really yeah, he was like, pissed. oh man, I'm fucking hurt. And he's like, he didn't hear me like legitimately, though. I'm going to knock this motherfucker out. And you and I were both like, ooh, he's really tense. Yeah, like, why like, is he? Everything was clinched. Yeah, if you go back and watch our watch like, party for it's that all event, clinched. You, can, you can go. It's like a. It's, I think it's uh, UFC 28, uh, MMA Submission 28. We just did it. You could see during that entire card, we were just like, why is he being so reckless? He's so tense. And if, He's you, not look, moving. And if you look in the Dominic Cruz fight, his movement was so sleek. Fluid. Like in a silk out. curtain. Yes. yes. And then against Minos, he's like wiry gyry, like an Eddie Wineland, like always yeah. wound up. Wound he's up. always wound up. And you saw they just started throwing bombs. And when you go for punch for punch, you take out a quarter. Yeah. Flip it in the air. That's all Who it wins? is. That's and Pedro, Pedro, so he's durable. the underdog. Yeah. He's down for that. Yeah. yeah. If I'm the underdog and I'm at a severe disadvantage, I'm at an 80-20 to win this fight. I'll take a 50-50 all day. I'll take a 50-50 yeah, all motherfucking day. Odds just got better for him after he pissed what? him off. Now, 
It's whose punch lands Whoever first. Lands. And yeah. guess what? If I've been, if this is my strategy, I've been practicing 50-50s in the gym. Yeah. No, that's true. And you could tell the way he was throwing his overhand rights. He wasn't throwing a normal overhand right. He was throwing one with his head darting Ducking away. Ducking solo. That and the thing. And he was like practicing not getting hit by bombs. He Cody, was planning on going Cody one for was one. so mad that he became predictable. Yes, Every punch was a gigantic hook. Because yes, he, he just did. wanted to knock out. And they were trading hook for It hook. looked like a John like Lineker training video in there. Yeah, no, it it's definitely true because it, all he was just hoping is who gets to land the best. And, and I like Cody. It's a real fucking bummer to see him lose he needs like this to in knockouts. follow his fucking fight plan, and he's not. He's so talented. Three knockouts in a row. Yeah. And, and the thing is, people will say, oh, my God, you know, this is it. You know, he's certainly not done, How obviously. How 27, 28? He's very young. I don't even know if he's that, that The question now is old. I worry is the damage starting to mount. Head trauma, man. Head trauma is a problem. But I'm saying if you look at his record, yes, he has three knockout losses in a row. But two were the champ. Two were the champ. Right who's and arguably the that best bantamweight in history. One is a coin flip. And one. Sure. Lost his goddamn cool, man. Pedro said that. So Pedro reckless. says that too. He was like, I wanted to make it a brawl. If I lose the brawl, it would have been fine. And he said that. And I was like, whoa. Like, Pedro was down. He took out a sword and was like, all right, we're going to run at each other. One slice. Whoever dies, dies. Yep. Katana's is fucking up. badass. And like, I'm that's... like, that's actually one of the smartest, dumb strategies I've ever heard. Well, especially when you have to take a guy who's technically better than you in yeah. every facet. Take away his do? technique. Yeah. yeah. Put him in the mud. It's like the Dark Knight Returns. Especially when you yeah. know that his... When his... everyone's fighting in knee-deep mud, everyone's slow. So, exactly. Yeah. And especially against a guy whose durability has been called into question. Yeah. And Pedro's like, hey, man, I know I got a great chin. And from what I've seen, I don't think Cody does. So let's and fucking you know give what? it a go. He keeps showing his flaw. His flaw is losing his temper. He gets and so his mad. And then he gets so and reckless. Defense, defense man. Well, his head Dominic Cruz, his Dominic head Cruz said fantastic, this. But he gets so mad. Dominic Cruz said this when he was the champ. When uh, when Cody Garbrandt fought uh, Mizugaki. Uh, uh, Mizugaki and Almeida. He yeah. said G Cody Garbrandt is very good when he is coming forward. Yeah. Yes. That's true. When he is fighting on his back foot. When he is taking barrages and backing up. No, it's, it's so good. never good. Yeah. He said him and Almeida have massive holes in their defense. And guess what TJ did? TJ took his barrage, came forward, came back, ended it. Yeah. Jeez, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe TJ has his number and we won't see Cody be the champion here for a little bit. Now, let's transition know. from talking to a very skilled fighter in Cody, who I hope bounces back to a, a guy who I don't consider very skilled at the moment, Greg yeah. Hardy. <laughs> we were talking about this. I was watching skilled. on his Instagram. Very skilled. Which I think uh, I agree with Brendan Schaub on this. He was the s second lowest quality uh, fight they put out other than CM Punk. Yeah. Because he fought Alan Crowder, who Alan Crowder, I like Alan Crowder. I'm he sure he's a nice guy. He seemed like a jobber, though. Like a guy they brought in who knew technique, yep. but wasn't, he's not going to shake the foundation of the heavyweight yeah, nah. division by any stretch. Nope. And he did have way more technical skill than Greg Hardy, which says something because Greg Hardy went out there and it looked like a regional fight. It looked like hot ass, man. It looked it like a I've local. Seen, I've seen guys at local fights. Fights do better. Local fights. Yes, I agree. Local fights. Guys who don't even fight. Guys who have jobs. I've seen who guys train religiously in the gym better. who look way better. And it's way better. it's no knocking him, but I saw cardio deficits. I saw 
technique deficits. Dude, I saw a complete about, voiding of grappling. I don't know all too much knowledge. I don't know all that much about boxing, but that grappling was fucking tough. painful to watch. It was tough. It and hurt. I'm saying Ningano was better because at least Ningano got to explosive positions. Greg Hardy was like, I'm going to go to the worst position possible <laughs> and then try to explode up. At least Ningano was like, let me get on my tree trunk legs and then try to shoot up. Shoot up, yeah. At least he was trying to get to a or, base position, yep, roughly. And push to the cage. And push up. Guess what? Uh, it's just he tried to do like a guard and then he tried Weird. to push him off and then get up. And it's like, okay, that's a very but, low success rate, <laughs> my but, man. But, but, and then he gets tired and he gets... He loses all of his power. Yeah. All the power that we've heard about, this Greg Hardy, this Prince of War is going to knock everyone out. After two minutes, literally no power is left. He's not a Derek Lewis nope. who retains knockout power to the very end. No. He's not a Rumble Johnson who can always knock your fucking block and off. maybe he can become that, but his timeline of becoming the best heavyweight fighter of all time. By the end of the year. Certainly it's not off. Happening. Hey, it's not happening. Oh. Well, but, but here's the thing. He could be a UFC fighter in uh, five years. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't think so. He's 30... Like two already though, and then heavyweight fighters last forever though. That they is can. true. They that can. is true. Ningan is thirty three. But but do we need? Do they need to put up novelties? Aren't there enough good fighters out there? That's my thing. I, do we have to drag when, out? Do we have no, to drag out? I agree. A novelty I agree that novelty just to sell some fucking tickets, just to prop somebody up. Obviously, they're just trying to get a name in there to draw some more eyes down. They're yeah. on ESPN. Oh, everybody remembers Greg Hardy on ESPN because he was in the NFL. So they drag his fucking stupid ass out there, put him in the ring, and you know what? He doesn't even know the rules. Kicks a guy while he's on the ground. Yeah. Hey, he never made it out of the first round. Of course, he looks great. But the first time he does, like you said, his punches are off. He doesn't think. He kicks somebody on the ground. Fight's over. When you have a guy like Cowboy Cerrone and Alexander Hernandez, guys who are way more skilled than Greg Hardy, on on the the prelims, on the prelims. That's criminal. And you have Greg Hardy taking the marquee, the co-main marquee spot. Bullshit. On the fight card over those guys. That was terrible. I scratch my head. Because as much as we talk shit on Alexander Hernandez, you say he is skilled. Good fighter. Just not as skilled as Cowboy Cerrone, who's elite level. And exactly. he is a prelim. Yes. Prelim. It blew my mind. That he would be on a prelim and you put Greg so, Hardy. And then I watched the recent clip. I think it was on like It's Instagram. undeniable that Greg Hardy is a, a, is a great athlete, though. But he he has he it's has a different potential. Type of, yeah, he's potential, and maybe it can transition over. Yeah, but you know, and we see against lesser opponents, it's chaos. He completely yeah. knocks him out. Yeah, but, but what against you, what, a guy like Alan Crowder who had base level technique, what do you do with potential? You don't put it in the main card. You don't no, put you it don't. in a co-main. No, you, you put it on the contender you series. On, you put it in the XFC. You, you put, put it in, in the, the Titan fight. Fighting exactly. championship. But that's my whole point. Titan well, is a feeder league for the UFC. Why isn't he fighting in Titan? I don't know. Why is he here? Why is he in Legacy? We don't even know. That's a great point. We don't know if that NFL football athleticism will translate into mixed martial Put them in like The best guys in Legacy are tough as fuck. They're great fighters. Put them against the heavyweights in Legacy, and if he can make it through that gauntlet, then bring him up. Then bring him up. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, you know what? He'll pay don't put him in. Don't put him in a local card against that one no. guy. A middling fighter in Legacy would beat the fuck out of every guy you come across. Yeah. They're Literally. badasses. That's why I don't think people have this war perspective, man. That as soon as you go out of the UFC, there are guys with beer guts hopping into strip club cages. No, that's fucking good. Uh, yeah, that right. is no, not no, what's going on. You have a complete inflated sense until you've stepped into an MMA gym and just been like, oh, okay. I suck. I suck. <laughs> and the guys who, when you're talking about pros, suck worlds ahead. Not yeah. even close. And then you're going to talk about pros compared to those guys. Or you talk about the top ten in the UFC, and it's oh, like, oh, well, you're talking about you're talking about Street Fighter characters at that point. Yeah. Look at the UFC. 
It could be a roster for a fighting game. You have an Irishman who sells whiskey. Yeah. You have a Russian wrestler from Dagestan who wrestles bears. This is stri- You have a cowboy who drinks beer and flies jet skis. This is Street Fighter. Once you get into the top 10 in the UFC, you're playing Street Fighter. Yeah. There's a Cuban wrestler who wears the Fidel hat and smokes cigars. This is... What are you doing? You're in a video game now. No, it's true. You've graduated. Yeah. Okay? I don't want to see Greg Hardy they're struggling to breathe yeah. against Alan the, Crowder. That's not the, what I want. Alan Crowder, card. who struggled to get wins in the Contender Series, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against Alan Crowder. I just want to say that because... I'm not downing guys who are lesser but than. They're... I'm just saying this is the UFC. You don't see me stripping down to my boxers and saying, "Let me get into legacy." And yep. I, I think that's like the, the jump they're trying to make. I think they're legacy level fighters, Titan FC fighters, trying to go to the big leagues. And, and that's as ridiculous as a guy from off the street going, "I'll fight regionally." Yeah, but how's, how's that make? <laughs> I'll do it. How's he? How's it make? I'll, those... I'm stretching. I've practiced my kicks. How's that bullshit. make the Titan guys feel though? You terrible, I mean? I'm when sure. He, when terrible. He like they've been jumped over. And you see regional guys who don't have the name, uh, who don't have the scandals around them, who are just good, honest, hardworking guys who just haven't gotten that shot yet. Yeah. It's a fucking bummer. And the, and that's, the trouble is, fighting's not forever, man. Yeah. It's not. You got an expiration date in this, ga- in this game. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, you're like a loaf of bread. Yeah. Tomorrow it could be donezo. So. And we've seen fighters, their chin's intact, their chin's not. Yeah, from one night fight. and one day. Fight. No, night true. and day. So, what do you guys think of? Well, I heard this rumor. I heard the rumor that GSP turns around, and he retires. So yeah, he's he done. So then, his old trainer comes out and says, "You know, under the right circumstances, here we go again. Here we go again. I'll come out of he's, retirement. He's already... I'll come out of retirement, and I will fight." If it's Conor McGregor who has the title, I'll come out and fight him. So is this once again that bullshit about if it's the right fighter, I think I have a chance to get in the right situation, in the right main event where I have a chance for a title fight. You know what? You guys praise this guy more than anything. I say I have to see more fights. But you know what? Enough. It's interesting. Enough. And GSP has said himself. Move on. Enough. But here's the thing. GSP... Here's the reason why you got to keep in mind this is Faraz saying. And it, also, right? here's the reason. Yeah, but he wouldn't be saying that. If here's GSP the reason. Didn't, here's didn't the stand behind some of it. Here's the reason GSP retired. Sure. It's not because he didn't want to. St- it's not because he wanted to stop fighting. It's because he, t- uh, he said this to the UFC. I with no, he said it, he said it. He said this verbatim. I'm yeah. telling you verbatim what he said. Okay. And you can disagree with it afterward okay. and say that he's lying. That's cool. Uh, what he said when he was retiring was okay. like, "Look, the reason why I'm retiring is in negotiations with the UFC. I wanted to take it one fight at a time." I want. I reserve the right to want to retire at the end of every single fight. I want to do one-offs that are spectacular. The UFC doesn't like that because they're going to invest all this marketing money in you. Yeah. Only have you ride off into the sunset like he did last yeah, time. Yeah. They're gonna. That. They're gonna make a golden goose. Beat up their other hens that could eventually lay golden eggs. Like you could have him beat a yeah, Khabib, and Khabib could fight for two more years. Yeah, but didn't he do that? Or you that? could have him beat up a Connor. And Connor could fight for two more years. He did that with Bisping. Exactly. That's my point. He, he turns around and he guarantees his Bisping career. Yeah, but he turned Bis- around and guaranteed he would not vacate the title and said, I will fight the next person. I will not vacate it. I will take the title and try and, def- yeah. and defend and it. And that's when he leveled and, the UFC and said, I'll only do one offs. And, and then turned around and, and then he's surprised that the UFC listened and said, No, we're not going to yeah. do this with you. And I really, you gave us your word that yeah. you wouldn't vacate the title. And guess what you did? You vacated. Have a nice fucking life. No, but I really do feel like <laughs> he felt as though he was having a twist he he felt as though he was having his arm twisted into saying that because he he really has he said this for a long time that he's a legacy fighter 
And what I mean by that is he no, I wants to pick his fights that will build his legacy. He doesn't, he doesn't want, want to be fight forced into fight. filler fights. He doesn't, he doesn't want to, want fight to take to dangerous fight. fights that do nothing for exactly. his legacy. He, he will only fight yeah, if it immediately puts, so, puts now, a brick I get what you're legacy. saying. Yes. Now we're getting to Anthony Joshua territory. Exactly. Can where I, it's like, oh, Deontay Wilder is over in America. Exactly. And you got Tyson Fury over there in England with you. Why aren't you fighting them? And he's like, well, he's defending his legacy. That's a legitimate. That's a legitimate criticism, and he is not at that. Not and in that point in his career where he is accepting all comers. Yeah, but the problem I have with that is we all like to pick and choose who we want to fight, when we want to fight, and what situation we'd be in. And you know what? That's that's what got boxing into trouble. To be honest with you, that's what had promoting yeah. had problems. Uh, fights weren't getting made. Shit was shady. And you know what? Dana White and all this guy said, listen, I'm the one to pick the fights. I'm the one to set the fights. I do it. Segues perfectly into what I wanted <laughs> to talk about. And it's exactly we are at a crossroads in the UFC. And we need to make a choice about what we want. Because we live in a WME super fight era. Yeah. And there are many things that come with that. We're going to have a choice to make. Do we want to become more like boxing? Where you have fighters who have a lot... Because when fighters have a lot of power, what you create is log jams. You don't see the matchups you want to see. Because fighters, at the end of the day, want to protect their legacy. Very few fighters, once they start making a lot of money, are going to want to risk it. They're only going to want to take fights like Tyron when he was the champion. He went to the UFC and he said, I only want super fights. I don't want the tough fights that no one knows the guy. And guess what? They said no. Mm-hmm. And the UFC... Need, need, uh, we need to start talking about this seriously. Because more and more I've been looking over it. And I've been critical of Dana White in the past. But if you look at the track record, if you're a fighter, you need to be selfish in this game. You need to realize that working with the UFC is your best bet to get what you want, to get those super fights. If you try to be like these boxers, we've seen UFC uh, fighters try to unionize. They get paid less. They get less fights. They get pushed out of the promotion. Exactly. And they get pushed out of the league. If you work with the UFC, understand them, take the opportunities they give you when they give you them. Yes. And work with Dana White. If you have a good working relationship, you will have a long and productive relationship with the company. Yes, you will. The best example I can bring up, Takeo Mizugaki, right? Takeo Mizugaki fought really boring clinch fights. He would fight really boring clinch fights. It's an objective style. It works. And he was winning. He was on a five or six fight tear when he lost. He lost one fight. And when he lost that one fight, Dana White had told him previously, hey, Mizugaki, you're a great fighter. We need you to amp it up a little bit. We need you to be active in the right. clinch at it's least. It's a spectator sport. Feel it's me? a spectator yeah. sport. And you're not going to get those marquee matchups if you keep fighting like this. And guess what he said? I'm going to fight to win. It's literally, yeah. I think you can find the quote. He said, I'm fighting to win. Yeah. And guess what? He lost one fight cut. That's the reality. We, well, and it's, then the we take his, a, it's the end of his contract. We take a guy like Gaethje. Yeah. Justin Gaethje. The highlight. And He's a opposite. walking highlight who's worked with the UFC. Mm-hmm. He's talked to Dana White. He has him on speed dial. He goes up to him, I want this in this fight. I'm going to fight my fucking ass off, and I'm going to give you a highlight exactly. fight. And guess what? They roll out the red carpet. He lost his last two fights. He is a major star in the UFC. They're promoting him with everything they can. Or a bit, and a bit older example would be Uriah Faber. He's worked yes. with the company nonstop. He's been the that's, ultimate company that, that's man. Actually a really He's good, been the that's ultimate really company man. He is at the top of every list, and he has never had a title. He's railed against MMA unions. Yeah, he's railed against that. And guess what? He's gotten more guys in the UFC than anyone else. With every Team time Alpha he Mel. fights, it's for the title. And every time, uh, every time he wants a guy in the UFC, they get a contract. So you want to talk about what's best for the fighters? I would tell fighters, look, man, what's not best for you is to unionize. That's not what you guys want to do. Yeah, but the other side of that, too, is you got to remember, uh, they're trying to build a product. 
And everybody, like you said, who's gone up against Dana White and said, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do what I want to do. What happened? You just you said rolled. they pushed GSP out. Then they push. Then they turn around and push Mighty Mouse out. Now, Ben wasn't allowed back in the league. They, they actually were saying, we're better off pushing Mighty Mouse out, taking Ben in the league. He's got two fights. He runs his mouth. Let him fight win. these super fighters and, and lose. And then he's done. And, and if he wins gravy, we have a You don't think that Dana Weiss wasn't sitting there when he got tossed in the air and landed on his head and Robbie was pounding him out that he didn't get a chubby? Going, going, listen, I get, I get, Tyrone loses. If Tyrone loses, I get rid of Mighty, Mighty Tyron. Mouse. Tyrone. I know, I'm sorry, I'm nitpicking. Didn't. If Tyron loses, I get I get rid of Mighty Mouse. I turn around, Ben. I get Ben, ben gets starched, starched. You know, and, and, and then turn around. GSP doesn't want to fight the way I want. Guess what? It's a perfect example. Every of time, company man. Every time yeah. I disagree with Dana White, I I end up like the dumbfounded detective at the end of a Now You See Me movie. Where I'm like, every oh, time you rail against right this man all along, yeah, you don't get what you and want. And he makes the smart, and he really yeah. does at the end of the day make the smartest business decisions. He does. And if you're a guy, and he has. And if you're he has a guy over who, and over and if over you get again. invited to those steak dinners and you're like, you know what, man, I will fight whoever you want me to fight yeah. whenever you want it, and I'm here to work with you. I want to work with the UFC. The only time, the only think. fighters who have the ability to order him around, there's only one guy. Guess what his name is? Conor McGregor. Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. And guess why? Because he's bigger he's than the UFC. He's bigger than the UFC. Yeah, but not only that, he said he'd fight anytime, anywhere. anywhere. When you you saw the notorious things, when you saw the notorious, when he was a developing, let fighter, me finish. When he was developing, yeah. When yes. he was developing, and he did his notorious documentary, uh, they came into him and said this guy was hurt. What did what did he turn around and say to Dana White? Anybody, anytime, anywhere. Who's and, next? Who's next? And then he, and then when he got hurt, he goes, no matter what it takes, Dana, I'll be in I'll be in the octagon. Right? I mean, you saw what he fought with injuries. He's fought Nate Diaz on two weeks' notice. He said at 170 when he's a 145 pound champ. And they know I talked about that. If you look at the RTE documentary, which is the Irish channel over there, they did a documentary on him up until his Max Holloway fight, which was his second fight in the UFC. He has one of the best working relationships he had. One of the best working relationships Absolutely. with Dana White. And that's what propelled him. Because guess what? When you work with Dana White, you get more promotion. You, you get do. the fights you want. You do. And if you keep entertaining the fans, he will give you all of the money exactly. in the world. And if you just follow that structure, if you look at it, he's a masterful fighter. Okay? He decided to be a company man. He worked with Dana White. And he helped promote the UFC without railing against anything that they wanted to do. Yeah, he okay? He put on exciting him. fights. Yeah. Ended up winning. Used that platform to promote himself. And eventually rose to the point where he was more... More popular, had more power than the UFC itself. And now he has bargaining power in the company even. He, I think he deserves a bit of the company. He's, he's brought them in so much money. It's insane. How many names? He's made Khabib's name. Yeah. Literally, oh, yeah. Khabib. off of McGregor's clout. Yeah, you wouldn't have not. Known Khabib that. sucked all that clout out. Look at Khabib's Granted, Instagram Khabib now. Is he's got a, like 15 million Granted, followers. Granted, he has 15 million. 15 million. Yeah. Connor has like 45 something or 30. Ridiculous. Something ridiculous. It's insane. But, I mean, both guys are amazing fighters. And I love how everyone was calling McGregor a bitch. And I'm like, okay, he fought in an, a Russian bear who was undefeated. And then you want to talk about who's going to beat Khabib. No one's cracking if we look, If we look objectively at the grappling exchanges, Ali Kinta did the best. Conor McGregor did the second best. Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? Khabib had no time to prepare for Ali Quinta. And I bet if, it, and he still beat him. I bet if he did... 
It would have been nowhere near as close. The rounds weren't close either, guess. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you. People are acting like Al, Al put I... up such a better fight than McGregor, and I'm like, he had the two thing... months to prepare for McGregor's tendencies, and yes. guess what? McGregor took no damage in the first the round. The important thing about that Ally Quinta fight is that it showed weakness in Khabib's defense, his striking defense. He liked to run backward with his with his hands rather low when his opponent was pressing forward, and that's problematic. And then it showed that if your opponent is an extremely skilled wrestler and basically ignores your striking offense, then it's really difficult to take that guy down. Khabib had some trouble taking Al down. Granted, Al was standing there practically in hands a single down, hands down. Hands down taking jabs to the jabs face. Jabs to the face nonstop. Because he was like, he decided not to play into the 50-50 of the feints. Yeah. With the, rush, with the wrestling pressure style, you have a choice to make. Either you play the 50-50 right. game and try to make hard guesses... And, you know, this is me talking about a guy who's watched fights. I'm not a trainer, obviously, but I've seen this happen, happen time and time again. And Alice said, I'm not playing the game. You're not going to take me down. I'm going to keep my hands down and you can land all the jabs. I'll try you to want. use my head movement. He said, I'm going to try to use my head movement it. and counter. But guess what? Khabib's might have to eat a few, but I'm going to avoid this takedown. Khabib's arguably the best fighter in the world, though. So when yeah. you try to dodge his jabs and then counter with bombs, it's not going to materialize. Tough. It's tough. But Connor, if you look at that first fight, I mean, he he lost very by a large margin. Yeah, but undeniable, he got finished. You're talking to the hardest, the, the hardest puzzle to solve. Yeah. Other than John Jones, name a harder puzzle to solve other than John Jones. I think it's a harder puzzle to solve than John Jones at the moment. At the moment, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. at least someone has had You've success. You've seen Alexander Gustafson have great deal of success in that first fight. Granted, With, John was yeah. doing lines off a of uh, hooker's ass like two the days before, before the fight. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was hungover two days before the fight. And I'm like, John! That's so... Yeah. That's, John! Hey, John, that's ridiculous. Kind it of is. impressive, though. It's kind of impressive <laughs> that he still beat his ass. Why? I know, I know, but still. But it, Do you it, understand, just, though? It just brings us back to this it's other so crazy. Point. It's like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was drunk on the court. Well, he used to play entire rounds of golf before he'd go into an NBA game. What the fuck? So, I mean, it just takes you back to same the same person. Point. Michael Jordan's not a good guy. Yeah, that's what no. I've heard. An amazing basketball player. People say he's a dick. <laughs> and, like, you see him. They'll ask, like, what's more impressive? Three triple doubles or a 60-point game? And he's like, six championships. Fucking dick. And it's like, you fuck. Like, they're asking him about current players, and yeah. he's like, six championships, probably. Well, he's competitive. You know, that's how they get to that level. Yeah. And John, John, you can tell he may not, he may have not been the most focused guy outside of the ring. Arguably, the best game time guy in the Definitely. world. Definitely. And me and Mason were saying, it, 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 the creative aspect cannot be stressed enough. Whereas Khabib is a hard puzzle to solve because he's just so good at what he does. How do you avoid getting smashed? You but know? John, now he's kind of ascended to where it's like, what is he going to do? You don't even well, that's the, the only point fight I made where in the beginning that he uh, now he's spinning, spinning, he's axe kicks exactly. He's picking you apart rather than just coming at you, and he never throws the same thing twice. No, he's not, so no. you can't download any information. Whereas no. Khabib, it's like, oh, he's gonna smush me, and there's nothing Figure I can for my do. Legs, and there's nothing I can do, me, and that's it. Yeah, and no, that's definitely true. Whereas John, it's like it's it's like fighting a Tekken character who has an unlimited amount of combinations. Yeah. And, Seemingly, yeah. That's but, kind of terrifying. But, I mean, to finish up with Dana White, I mean, has the guy really made any bad decisions for the UFC so far? I mean, I used to be on his shit I'm all sure the time. if we go back in time I and disagree with certain it, statements he's made, but if you're talking about business decisions... Business decisions. Even statements. They're few and far between. Yeah. 
And guess what? When he says some shit, it usually materializes. Yeah. Because he's the fucking man. And you have to keep in mind, we've said this multiple times. We may not agree with Dana White all the time. No. We've I had don't. some choice words from him in the past. I have. I definitely guess what? have. He is he is the progenitor of all organized mixed martial arts. Yeah, but but to be of honest, serious with you, mixed martial arts. But, but you can talk about pride, you can talk about all this. UFC is the game. Yeah, but the thing is too, you have to remember, I understand all these fighters are really popular. So is he. Oh yeah, he's a star too. Star. That's but that's my point. It's How fucking, many other CEOs are? It's wild, isn't it? Think about that. Think about that. There's Every no fighter. Other, I don't know. Is Roger Goodell a star? No, no, no. People and, fucking hate, hate that. Guy. It's and really I don't, weird. I don't, I don't know all, all the. I don't know all the fighters' names. I even fuck up the fighters' names. But you know who I remember Dana right White. off the bat? Dana, Dana White. White. It's Dana it's White. Weird. It's, it's weird. It's Dana White. That the president of an entire sport promotion. He's managed he's to, to make good thing. business decisions, and he's still opinionated. And manage his own star, and he's also he's also opinionated, and he comments on fights. Like I love, it's so refreshing though to have the owner of the league, be, the president of the league, be like, "That fight was shit." As a how, yeah, I like when he does how that. crazy would it be? Because if, if Roger, Roger Goodell was like, "The Saints got fucking robbed," <laughs> they suck though, huh? What the <laughs> you know, fuck were those weird. refs they doing? They were not that honest. It's they're weird. They're not that honest. They wouldn't comment on no. it. They, the, they, the refs association sent them an apology, but Roger Goodell didn't say anything. And I'm like, that's such a pussy. I like when Dana White's like, that fight was boring as fuck. Yeah. Or he cool. or he goes, that was the f- worst officiating ever that's seen. That's fucking illegal. Like the Mazagati uh, he'll rants. Never, he'll the never. Mazagati rants were uh, he'll so never, fucking he'll good. He'll never ref another fight in this fucking league. You guys got to look love that up that. if you haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Just see, Steve Mazagati is the worst referee <laughs> In the business. I just, I don't know. He's terrible. And just the fact that he's like that. I love so that. what do you think about the event coming up? Let's talk about the main oh, event yeah. for the fights coming up. UFC Wichita. Who do you guys think is going to take this? Derek Lewis or Junior Dos Santos? To preface this. I know I always preface things. Really? Derek Lewis coming into this fight in his media scrum. I was very surprised. Said he's not been doing any technical work. Has been working 100% on his cardio for this fight. My first response is, he couldn't hit mitts too, Derek? I mean, maybe that was just cardio work. But, but you, you know, my response is? Do when, both, Derek. You, well, here's the thing. <laughs> when, <laughs> Derek. A home run hitter doesn't need to practice, just knows how to hit home runs. That's a good point. But Derek, here's do both. No, 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 that's no, no, a, no, he has no, a really no, good no, point. Let me say this. Yeah, Not everybody can throw a knockout punch. He can yeah, I Big agree. Poppy? What's no, his problem? What's I'm, his problem? We've all said this before. Cardio. If I'm giving my actual opinion, cardio because I heard that, I like Derek in this matchup. I do. Because I, we I know it's the one thing he needs to work on. I know he can throw a fucking exactly. punch. Exactly. He'll be able to have that knockout in the fifth round if, if that's what it takes. That's such but a what good... what did he do? I'm I did not sweating even think my balls that. off. Yeah. I did not even think about that. I it's did. like Big Poppy on the Boston Red Sox. That's you think right. they bring him in for his cardiovascular nope. strength? It's because he can swing that fucking bat. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what Derek Lewis has. No matter if it's the third round Don't or the matter. fifth round, he'll swing that fucking bat and, and he'll he knock you the fuck fuck out yeah and that's what he, he said proved it. he said i don't pay this sport the proper respect he said i'm a brawler but now if you i'm can, about my money if, he, if he's up his cardiovascular if he's on the road bike and he could put some put some pressure on jds tough to beat tough to beat assuming his back is healthy as well. i'm worried about and that's what i'm, I'm worried about the motherfucking but, but leg car- kicks but cardio will make that better. yeah that's true i'm worried about leg kicks the leg kicks that junior landed on stipe yeah, those would be problematic. If In their JDS, second fight? If JDS is smart, he'll start with those immediately. If he yes, calf he kicks Derek and Derek distance. is mad and he has to walk through that slow saunter that Derek does, that's going to be really... If he keeps his distance, well, that's his... That's his, his path to victory. Path to victory, exactly. 
is leg kicks. And don't get hit by Derek no, Lewis's lunchbox, hand, lunchbox hands. Yeah, exactly. And did you see he um, he feels like embarrassed picking up? He hasn't picked up that unlimited supply of chicken because he said it would feel like weird to walk up and be like, I'm here for my free chicken. You know why? Guess what? Guess what? When he will do it. What? When that, that guy retires, he's going to take that fucking card and he'll go eat chicken whenever the fuck he wants. Also, he's. he's, he's I wonder he's, if they make. Do they he, make baked chicken? I wonder if he can work it into his. Oh, oh God. God. Fuck Come you. on. Where is it? Anything fried? Anything fried? This guy throws a fucking revolt. They don't have baked chicken. They don't have baked chicken at Popeyes. (laughs) Plus, if you eat baked chicken at Popeyes, fuck you. Yeah, fair enough. Just eat baked chicken at home. If you're gonna be healthy, why go to Popeyes? Because it's free. It's free there. It's free. That's a good point, actually. No, uh, that's a good point. If I had unlimited McDonald's, I'm not gonna eat a Big Mac every day. I know why. Would you pay? Because I just die. I would you eat would them die. salad. Sometimes they would want you to eat a Big Mac every day. Yeah, because then I, they be, wouldn't have to pay for. They ain't gonna pay for a while. So, what's your next Mac trip? Uh, I think Can you pull the card. Up? So yeah, who do we think is gonna win that? I think Derek's gonna win. I do. I think Derek's gonna win. Via KO. I think Derek's. Gonna you know win why? Because the day I doubted him against the Russian. Do you want to go through the whole card? I thought we were just going to do the main event. Yeah. Okay. We can kind of highlight some of the other fights, I guess. I mean, Tim Bosch, uh, the Barbarian, is fighting. I've always loved watching him fight. He's always been a step away from elite, but he's in there, and then you, which is very exciting. But I think the most exciting fight on the card by far is Nico Price. Other than the Nico main Price, event, Nico Price and Tim Means is going to be an amazing fight. Should be. Because you have Tim Means, who's a Nasty Wiley veteran. Wiley nasty veteran. motherfucker. Yeah. And Nico Price. 28 and 10. Nico Price, who's definitely murdered at least two guys. <laughs> at least two guys. And their bodies are under his floorboards. And if you look, you will find them. Look there. Get and a he, warrant. And, but look. he don't give a fuck. He's a he's Any an absolute guy warrior. who has a mohawk and a shaved thing into the side of his head, like, just run. That's like <laughs> when you see, like, um... Like gangbangers with like the shaved eyebrows. Yes. Hey, run, run now! Or you honk because someone stole your spot, and then he gets out, and you're like, you can have it. And yeah, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. going to fight for the I spot. I know guys like, dude. I've been like friends with dudes where like you see him and you're like, yeah, we're cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's it's fine. It's easy. Yeah, no stress know. here, compadre. And he's like, yeah, I took your parking spot, and it's like you can have it forever. But the card should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Wow. What a fucking show today, guys. Yeah, that was good. Let us know what you guys thought in the uh, description. Let us know what you think of the upcoming fights. What do you think of UFC 235? Wasn't stoppage bad? Of course it was in the Robbie Lawler fight. (laughs) Don't be dumb. But wow. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, we're on Podbean at bucketwin.podbean.com. Everywhere. Everywhere. Subscribe on YouTube. We'll see you guys on the next MMA. Subscribe, bitches. Subscribe. Catch you later.